Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Sky Simplified podcast, exploring astronomy through a different perspective, one episode at a time. My name is Pranet Sharma, and I am a high school junior, as well as an absolute lover of everything astronomy. With me today, I have Mark Didici, a junior at Princeton who is majoring in astronomy and writes for the Daily Princetonian. And today's episode is all about exploring astronomy through the eyes of journalism. If this is your first time here, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please rate us. The best thing you can do for this podcast is to share it around. So please let your family, friends, postman, neighbors, grocery, plumber, teacher, professor, anyone who you talk to know about this podcast. Now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, it is time to begin. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. started on today's topic, exploring astronomy through the eyes of journalism. Mark, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you on. Let's take a minute and just please share with listeners your journey and kind of how you got interested in journalism and astronomy. There are two sort of different paths here. Um, one, journalism. So when I was in about eighth grade, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to, I really enjoyed English class and I wanted to, you know, grow up and write and just be a part of like work for the New York Times and all that cool stuff. Um, and then like over the course of high school, I also really started enjoying, you know, my math and science classes. And finally, senior year, I took an astronomy class at my high school, which is really cool. Um, and just really got me interested in the topic and the subject. I put astrophysics on my uh, application as my intended major for college. And I ended up in that. And it's been um, one of my favorite things ever since. Um, but I, I never really got opportunity to explore journalism in high school. Um, we didn't have a school paper at my high school or anything like that. So when I got to college, I was really excited to sort of get into that. And I've delved into the multimedia side of journalism and just really enjoyed, you know, bringing stories to life and like bringing stories to the people on campus um, and even off campus. Uh, and then with astronomy, like I started doing some research and like independent work and just solving problems and it's just, it's just such an engaging and exciting field um, that I've really come to love in the last couple of years. So um, two slightly different stories, but uh, very much things that maybe I, I didn't think I would be doing at one point or another and then have very much ended up doing uh, both of them and it's been a great time. Awesome, that's fascinating. I'm really excited to discuss your perspective on astronomy you know, through journalism. Like, as you mentioned, you kind of broke it up into two separate components. They're, you know, very distinct fields, but I feel like they have a lot that, you know, a lot more in common than other people might think. And I think I'd love to explore that overlap. So I've kind of got a series of questions to kind of get your take on astronomy and journalism and kind of the syncretizing of the two fields. So let's begin. So these are definitely a very interesting combination of topics. Um, I was wondering, like, from your perspective, how do you think that astronomy has been kind of influenced by journalism over the over the years? Yeah. So that's definitely an interesting question. And it's, as you said, sort of hard to see the connection between the two. And it was sort of hard for me to think of a connection between the two. Um, but, like, I think really the big thing is that astronomy is useless if we don't information that we're discovering to the public um, and like let people engage in the material in a way that's accessible to people who don't have like years and years of background learning physics and math um, and just let them be sort of awestruck by this 
like all of these problems that we're solving and figuring out constantly. Um, and so I think journalism is crucial for that. And it's just, it's a way to, you know, gin up support and get the public excited about what's going on in astronomy. Because you think of astronomy and you think of astronomy research and you think, you know, like what importance does like discovering a black hole in the center of a galaxy have for the average everyday everyday person and you know maybe it doesn't but like it's so it's journalists job to sort of feed into that natural curiosity that everyone has and get them excited about discoveries like this and um really engage the public again in astronomy um and the exciting research that's coming out of there yeah, I think what you mentioned is absolutely correct. Journalism is one of the most important avenues of scientific communication, mainly because, um, you know, mass media is how we can kind of address a large portion of the populace. And as you mentioned, to feed on that natural curiosity that people have, this is probably one of the best ways of going about doing that. <laughs> okay, so what is your story regarding astronomy? So is there like a memory that stands out to you where you learned a space fact that blew your mind? Yeah, so... I don't know if it's it's one memory in particular, but just like ever since I mentioned I took that class my senior year of high school, and ever since then, it's like you spend your time in intro classes, sort of building a really broad and shallow understanding of the field, because like there's so much to learn in astronomy, and there's so many different subfields, um, and like every so often you just sort of dive into a topic and learn as much as you can about it and like follow a trail of papers that have been written about it. And you feel like you're really exploring something new and it's just always so exciting. And there's always more of that to look into. Um, so like, I remember in my high school class, probably the moment that like set me off in terms of like wanting to study astrophysics and like planetary sciences um, was when I was learning about the, icy moon of Saturn and Celadus, which has these geysers on its southern pole. Um, and I was just like, you know, that's so cool. That's nothing like what I would expect because it has a massive ocean all around the planet that's covered in a shell of ice. And at the South Pole, like these geysers spout um, vapor into into space. It has like a very super thin atmosphere because it doesn't have much in terms of gravity because it's a moon out around like a pretty big planet um but so we can send like probes like we send i think the cassini probe or a spacecraft through these geysers to like collect samples and see what was in this water and so like just learning about stuff like that is always really cool and being able to again dive into like one of the many 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 facets of astronomy is always so exciting yeah, that's awesome. That's also, you know, incidentally, one of the things that I love the most about astronomy, just like how much we can find out just by looking at the sky. Um, I think like, you know, there's quite literally a universe of possibility out there and we're always learning new things. So I think that's that's absolutely incredible. So um, how do you think that astronomy, you know, we talked about how um, journalism is kind of important to spreading astronomy information, kind of awakening the public to a lot of what's going on in the field. But, you know, to talk about almost the reverse, like, how do you think that astronomy has influenced journalism? Yeah, that's another really interesting question. Um, so I think it makes, it serves to make better journalists out of journalists, especially like those who go into like science communication and try to take on this task of like unveiling these, or just like paring through these really daunting research papers and making them accessible. Um, 
And it's just a really great practice in um, breaking down complex stories and like things that finding the storylines in these processes that like may take years of just like coding and problem solving and math. Um, but like as a journalist, you can't, you, you can't write about all of that. You have to like find the thread that connects it all and makes it interesting throughout um, and really bring that out more so than like you would in a research paper. Um, and so that's always really interesting. And, like, I, I think really presses journalists to like figure out these best methods of like finding a story. Um, but I, I mean, for journalists who don't participate in science communication, maybe it doesn't terribly, but for those who do, I think it's a really, really great field to explore and to like get practice in. And I think personally, like, this is one of the more difficult facets of journalism, um, I'd say science communication, because you're taking a concept that's like objectively very difficult to understand, and you're trying to simplify it to a level that, you know, anybody should be able to, to get kind of. And, you know, I think that's that's a very good point. It kind of fosters better writing practices and just makes you better overall, like, skill-wise. So we've talked kind of about the present and the past, right? But do you think in the future, kind of, you know, astronomy is going in, all kinds of different directions. And as we mentioned, there's so many facets and like all of them are developing at an incredible rate. So do you think that like journalism would be more instrumental for the development of astronomy in the future? Um, how, do you, how do you think kind of their relationship will change or kind of um, evolve as we move forward? Yeah, no, I definitely think that journalism will continue to be pretty essential for astronomy and like possibly even more. Um, like as funding becomes more and more hard to come by for research for projects that again don't have an immediate positive impact for people um it can be hard to like inspire the federal government to uh like give scientists this funding to like do their do their work and make these explorations um and unfortunately we do need funding a lot of the time um and that's like one of the biggest struggles um there are many struggles in astronomy but that's one that i've heard of a lot um, from astronomers more senior than I. Yeah. Uh, but so I, I think in the future, it'll definitely be play that crucial role of getting the public behind it, getting the government behind it, getting people ready to support this not necessarily essential practice, but this one that like gives us really deep insights into obviously into the universe um, in a way that like no other field really does. You know, one could argue that all of these things that we may not consider are essential now are going to be very essential later as, you know, we as a species, I feel like personally are destined to kind of explore the stars in one way or another. I mean, certainly after five billion years, this planet won't be livable, so we'll need to go somewhere. So I feel like, you know, um, that's also a very important point, as you mentioned, in the future, it'll be more important to kind of reiterate how important space travel and kind of knowing more about the universe will be for the future of our civilization. So, yeah. Um, totally. You know, talking about the flip side, as we go into a future, do you think astronomy can help journalism change as a field? Like, is astronomy changing journalism in any way or influencing journalism? Yeah, that's a tricky one. I've been also sure. Like, I think, again, it is, like, really good practice for journalists, like, practice for science communicators. Um, but I'm not sure as a whole, that, like, astronomy directly impacts journalists that much. Um, but, again, a good question and something I would want to think on more. Awesome, yeah. And, listeners, if you have any thoughts about how you think journalism could be impacted by astronomy in the future, 
feel free to put them in the comments. Okay, cool. So this question kind of talks about um, history a little bit more. You know, we've been looking kind of prospectively at how these things might change as we move forward. But let's let's look at the past. Um, what moment do you think would be kind of the most landmark intersection of astronomy and journalism? Or do you think there's like any incident that you think kind of united the two fields considerably? Yeah. Um, so I think I might be showing my young age with this, but... Um, if you think back a couple of years, two years ago now, to when uh, astronomers first developed a picture of a black hole, um, and that was like major headline news throughout the country, throughout the world, like it was just such a cool image to see on the front page of the New York Times and the Washington Post. And just, as you said, like a major landmark intersection, a major moment where astronomy is at the forefront of everyone's minds. Um, because of journalism, because journalism put it there. Journalists delved into this story and said, okay, this is really cool, but how do we present this like really complex scientific process to the public? Um, and the result of that is a lot more people asking questions, a lot more people thinking more scientifically and like really engaging with space and science and astronomy um, in a way that they might not have been before, you know, seeing that article, seeing that headline. So I think that's a really cool moment. I think going back further, like not necessarily journalism, but in the science communication realm, like Carl Sagan, an idol to myself and probably many other young scientists and journalists alike, yeah. um, but just a legend of like his program Cosmos and like everything else he did um, to expose the public to astronomy and astrophysics and these really, really cool concepts and like get people to look up at the stars and have wonder. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I think like personally, I look to kind of the moon or like the first moon landing as being one of the most landmark yeah. intersections. Um, obviously it wasn't like print journalism. Um, but I feel like, you know, I've seen Apollo 13 and that's kind of, again, I'm also very young. So that's like my main experience with this, but just, you know, that opening scene of everybody just huddled around the TV, watching Neil Armstrong and Bill Zaldrin like yeah. touch down on the moon. That's, powerful it's evocative um oh, absolutely and that's like even bringing you know politics into it, just like the space race and the cold war all of that um there have been there have been big moments probably throughout at least the last century probably before then um that i'm not entirely familiar with but like that certainly brought the two together yeah exactly and, you know, on the topic that we were discussing about the um, the picture of the black hole, I remember vividly I was in my astronomy class and um, my teacher was like live streaming kind of the announcement. And, you know, just as soon as they put the image on the projector screen and like our entire class just like fell silent. We were just like odd. I mean, like you see how yeah. far technology has come. And as you mentioned, journalism played a huge role in that, right? You know, marketing it, under yeah. like just conveying how important this was, not only to like the astrophysics community, but honestly to all of humanity. This was such a huge advance in science. Yeah. And then even more recently, like just last fall, there was the um, papers that came out saying that there might be like microbial life in the clouds of Venus and like just how big that became in a couple of days. And, that, and just like the journalism surrounding that and how excited that got a lot of people about like, you know, the possibility of life elsewhere in the solar system, even though like there were future scientific papers that maybe didn't get enough traction um, that could have been more broadly broadcasted by journalists that like sort of 
made claims against the possibility of microbes in the atmosphere of Venus. Like that initial paper was a really, really cool moment for a lot of people in the astrophysics community, I'm sure. Exactly. And a lot of people, like a lot of my friends at school, right, who otherwise have nothing to do with astronomy, were like talking about it. And I think that really just goes to show how, you know, this demographic that we're trying to reach people who aren't necessarily, you know, space nerds or whatever, like they're still going to be able to get exposure to these fascinating developments just through journalism. So, yeah. Yep. Um, so if we kind of look to the future, what area of space do you think is kind of the most exciting for new developments that could be shared to people or kind of, is there a particular avenue of research that you're excited about personally? That's so hard. Um, well, I'm currently sort of like really into how stellar systems evolve. Like I just did a semester long research project on sort of that and like what happens as the sun goes through the red giant branch. Um, and there's like a lot of research over, you know, like will the earth survive or will it be, uh, will it move outward enough by the mass loss of the sun? Um, so like, there's a lot of cool things to go there and like even deeper into stellar system evolution. So I think that's a really cool sphere that like could gain a bit of traction. Obviously we probably won't be around by the time the sun becomes a red giant, but it's just really cool to understand. And also looking for like other places that we might try to explore if, if hyper fast space travel becomes a possibility go to, um, and just figuring out plausible targets for that. Uh, and knowing what we should look for and what might happen to those systems as as things change. I think that's a really cool field. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I completely agree with you. Um, I feel like, especially because this is something that's going to affect, I mean, who knows if we'll even, as you mentioned, be around by then, but assuming that humanity is still intact in 5 billion years, that is something kind of essential that we'll need to have figured out. Um, so yeah, definitely. I think that that's fascinating. That's a bold assumption. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. At the rate that we're going. Um, but, you know, it's it's good to have cautious <laughs> optimism. We can hope. <laughs> yeah, sure. <sighs> For sure. So, yeah, this was an incredible conversation. Um, and I was wondering, kind of, to wrap it all up, is there a message that you have for, like, the students, astronomers, or journalists who might be listening? Oh, my goodness. Um, I guess, like, as a combination of like my two fields, like, you know, keep exploring and also keep telling the stories that you're learning, like keep figuring out new knowledge and then spreading that knowledge and like presenting it to people in a really interesting way. Like, it's just so cool to be able to do both sides of that coin sort of. Um, and I think it's, it's really important work and I'm just so thrilled to be able to again, do research and then share share information and uh, help other people get engaged and excited about this stuff that I love. Thank you so much, Mark, for coming on the show. Um, this was an incredible conversation. I hope you listeners are all a little bit more enlightened. I know I sure am. Um, is there anything that you'd like to plug, like social media or websites? Uh, listen to the Daily Princetonians podcasts. Uh, you can find them at www.dailyprincetonian.com. Um, some excellent content there. Uh, and also, support the sciences. That's all I have to say. Yes, awesome. I will put the link to that website in the description of this episode. So thank you very much for coming on again. Listeners, if you have any questions, make sure to drop them off at www.skysimplified.com. And until next time, 
Clear Skies. The Play Podcast is created, hosted, edited, and produced by Pranet Sharma. The music is by Pranet Sharma. For questions about the show, go to www.skysimplified.com. As always, thank you for listening to Clear Skies.